Escape to Summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. Mm -hmm. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. This is Teddy Teapot with Teddy Mellencamp. Hey guys, welcome to this week's Teddy Teapod. I am excited to talk to you guys. It's, you know, it's always great to have Instagram and be able to share things, but it's a lot different to share things via a caption or, you know, an Insta story that runs out in 15 seconds. So I, I'm grateful that you guys tune in and that you listen. And I hope that, you know, by me sharing and me being vulnerable, that you're able to, you know, you know, either feel like you're not alone or feel like 
oh my gosh, that's happening to a friend of mine or, oh, I really want to hear this information. But regardless, later on in the episode, I'm going to have on Dr. Abe Malcolm. He um, is the founder and medical director of Concierge MD LA, a home-based concierge medical practice. And he's supposed to be an incredible doctor. And I'm going to bring him on to ask him, you know, all of the questions that I had. And then also I saw so many different kind of questions and thoughts and theories in regards to what happened to me on Saturday. Um, I don't know if you guys have all seen it, it um, but as long story short, I, well, a while back I had COVID and um, I didn't really talk about it because I was just really focused on making sure that I was healthy and my family was healthy, my husband was healthy, and, you know, we were doing the best that we could. Um, and, you know, I learned a lot of things in the process. Um, I was vaccinated um, and my husband was not, which he has since realized, like, what a big mistake that was. Um, and real, like, you know, in his mind, he's just like, well, you're vaccinated. We're good. I'm staying in the house. You know, he had all those justifications that I know a lot of people out there have. But what ended up happening is you know, we both had COVID and we had to quarantine from our family and for actually from each other, because at first um, he tested positive first. So he, you know, was quarantined and then I had a feeling. So I just quarantined myself as well into another room until I ended up testing positive. And both of our reactions to COVID were very different. Um, I got through it quicker. Like I was probably only sick, sick for like six days where his was a full, you know, 15. Um, but, and, you know, total mind games. Some days you think that you're good. And then the next day you're having these intense sweats and then, you know, you have my chest really hurt and then ribs and then for Edwin, he was super weak and just it was so many different things. And it really was a great reminder how important it is, you know, to get vaccinated. And, you know, if people are saying wear a mask, wear a mask, you know, do whatever you can, because I can say how extremely difficult it was to not be around my kids and to be, you know, so worried of giving it to them, you know, especially because Slate has an autoimmune disease. And I just, it was a lot. And I wasn't really ready to talk about it, but now here we are. Um, and and really what, what triggered me talking about it is what happened to me, you know, much later, which was this past Saturday. Um, during COVID, the entire time when I had it, I, I my biggest thing that I was feeling was what I call vertigo. I'm not a doctor. I don't know what it is, but I would feel like I was laying on a waterbed. And then when I'd get up, I'd feel dizzy. And it kind of lingered with me even post-COVID and had been continuing to happen, but nothing so severe, but enough so that like anybody that follows me sees like I used to run like eight miles a day. I haven't been doing that. Like I've been much more, you know, a bike or walk or do a little jog or whatever it may be. But my lifestyle has had to shift a little bit because of this lingering, you know, kind of dizzy feeling that I was getting. Um, 
but you know, enough time had passed that I'm like, this shouldn't be, you know, this shouldn't be from, from having COVID before. What could this be? I don't really know, but I was putting it to the back. Like I was putting it in as part of the back burner, but then a wake up call happened. Um, you know, I'm not someone who loves to go to the doctor to be perfectly honest. And I'm not someone, you know, who wants to complain about not feeling well and all of those things, you know, when it comes to my mental health, I'm pretty open and vulnerable when I'm struggling. But when it comes to my physical health, I've always had anxiety around seeing doctors. Um, but, uh, so yeah, on Saturday night, I went to sleep around nine, nine thirty, Like I always do. Um, Edwin and I both fell asleep. Cruz was in our room, but like he has his own little bed at the end of the end of our bed where he sometimes sleeps. And um, Slate was having a uh, sleepover with her best friend. And I had been told, you know, there um, is a chance that, you know, she may wake up in the middle of the night and want to come home. If that happens, um, just give us a call and we'll come get her. I thought, you know, nothing of it. My kids wake up in the middle of the night all the time. You know, it is what it is. You know, the girls really wanted to do this and, you know, they love each other. So great. Um, at 4 a.m., uh, I hear mom, mom, and I jumped up like fast and ran into the room. And by the time I got there, I just, I couldn't even get my bearings. I couldn't, my whole like eyes went black and I fainted. And I remember feeling I don't even really remember. Like, I just remember fainting and then just worrying about, like, I hope the kids are okay, what's going on. And then I tried to quickly pull myself up, which I have since learned you're not supposed to do. And when I did that is when I really fell hard and, like, crashed into my lip. And my, I have, you know, a bit of a black eye and my cheek. And, you know, I have a lot of makeup on now, but either way, it's was really painful and it was dark in the room, but then I somehow managed to just, you know, kind of lay there and say, it's like, mommy, are you okay? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm fine, honey. You know, cause you just, you go into fight or flight mode and you just want your kids to feel safe. And I, you know, asked her friend, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I just was wondering if you could be in here for a little bit. Cause I was having a hard time sleeping. So like, they didn't really understand the magnitude of what was going on. And it's like, kind of just like handed me a blanket and I laid on the floor in the room. And then uh, when I came to really in the morning and like, you know, hobbled into the room with Edwin, he's like, what is, what happened? And, you know, my face and my lip, everything was bleeding. Luckily I cleaned myself up before, you know, the kids had to fully see what was going on. Um, but it was a really scary experience. And um, I still felt really foggy and, you know, just not like myself ever since. And, you know, but I'm one of those people that when something happens, I am diligent about wanting to understand why it happened on wanting to, you know, first, my first priority is making sure the kids were okay. They were fine. You know, they were like, that. how did that happen? Did you stand up too quick? You know, like we all kind of tried to laugh about it. I tried to cover my face and like, you know, explain that it hurt and then ask like, you know, in the future, if this ever happens to mommy, please go get daddy. So you're not just there helping me by yourself. She's like, oh, I didn't want to wake up Cruz and you seemed okay. You asked for a blankie. So like it, you know, all of these things, um, you know, really, really hit me. And, you know, so part of it is my own anxiety about 
not wanting it to happen again, but also just trying to understand where this is coming from. And something that I've learned by, you know, things that I've looked at. And so far I've seen, you know, a chiropractor. I've seen, you know, had somebody do the, um, now I'm going to blank on the name, but I'll ask the doctor when he's here. Like there's a method that you do that's supposed to help. I have an appointment booked with an ENT. I, um, I'm getting my blood work today, actually, as soon as I'm done with this podcast, because I want to rule out all things. But something that I have heard is this is a lingering effect post-COVID. So it's something that I want to understand. I want to ask all the questions about what's going on with COVID right now, how we can protect ourselves, what we should be doing, if there's any sort of supplements or vitamins or what I need to do to make sure that this, you know, doesn't happen to others. And, you know, that's really what I wanted to do this podcast about. I'm sorry that it's not like more fun in nature. Originally, I was like, oh, we'll talk about my, you know, 40th birthday rager. But, you know, I think that this is much more pressing. And I really just want to provide you guys with as much info as you can so you can protect yourselves and your family. So um, let's take a little break. And then when we come back, I'll bring on Dr. A. Malkin. Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit tomboyx.com. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible Uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. 
at this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi, Dr. Malkin. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. I did your intro already and, you know, everyone's excited to get started and hear from you. Um, to give you, okay? you, oh, I'm okay. You know, to give you a little backstory, a while back I had COVID, and mm-hmm. one of the lingering things that has been happening with me has been what I have assumed is vertigo. Right. Have you heard that that's a common thing to happen? So there's so many long haul effects of COVID. Uh, vertigo is definitely one of them. If you think about it, you know, you know COVID at its core really just causes inflammation in the body. And whenever you have inflammation, you can get uh, fluid production. And the cause of vertigo essentially is fluid in the inner ear that messes up the alignment of the bones and the other structures in the inner ear. So you feel like you're moving even when you're not moving. Right. So any inflammation or fluid buildup or whatnot can cause vertigo. So that's very common with. with and, and how long do you, th- does it just depend on the patient? Because, you know, I had it a while ago. Why is it still affecting me now? Yeah. So it really depends on your body's uh, response to inflammation. So women tend to have more of a severe post-infection reaction to COVID because they just generally have more inflammatory state in their body, um, which is why they tend to get more blood clots, more complications, symptoms like vertigo. Uh, So I'd say women more than men tend to be more affected. And then anyone who generally speaking is more prone to inflammation will have a worse time with COVID than someone who and purely these are just genetic factors. Some people are more prone to inflammation than others. I mean, the part that was a little bit wild to me was, you know, back when we did have COVID, my husband had COVID as well. Um, I was vaccinated and I seemingly felt like I moved through COVID pretty quickly and he was not, which is, you know, obviously he's like, that was an ignorant choice that I made, like I regret that I didn't, you know, but he had a much more severe case in the moment. Mm -hmm. Like every day for him was, you know, worse and worse and worse. Where like I had a couple of days where I was like, what's going on? You know, 
but yeah. his was just have you seen that as well that what's so, the difference between uh, you know vaxxed and anti-vax sure and so he was vaxxed or wasn't vaxxed he was i was and he was right. not so that really comes down to your primary immune system versus your secondary immune system so let's say you encounter someone who's sick and you're not vaccinated. So your, your body has B cells, which help prevent infection. They fight, initially fight infection to, to help you not get a severe infection. Once you've gotten vaccinated, or once you've had an infection, your body now has what's called T cells. They essentially remember the virus or the infection and then have antibodies to fight it. So in your initial response to, a, to an infection, when you're not vaccinated, that's your B cells, your primary immune system. In your case, you had a, a, a T cell response, a secondary response from your uh, secondary immune system. So your husband just might have a stronger B cell primary immune system than you. And that's why he had an easier time initially, but then in the long term, you know, once his secondary immune system is pulled in, he may not have had as good of a secondary immune response as you. That's right. the differentiating factor between different types of, of infection. And you know, I'm hearing about this a lot. How would you describe to, to people right now that are not wanting to get vaccinated, how important that it is because what people are seeing now is vaccinated and unvaccinated people are getting COVID. So mm -hmm. how is an educated way to explain to somebody, listen, you know, because, and you know, I just know I'm passionate about it. I'm like, no, you need to be vaccinated because we need to protect, you know, our community and ourselves. But then people will say, well, you know, especially like people that'll follow me on Instagram or whatever, but they'll be like, yeah. well, people that are vaccinated get it. So what does it matter? So I think a good we anal analogy is like a, is like an airbag in a car. So it's not going to stop you from getting into the accident, but when you get into the accident, you'll have an airbag to essentially lessen the load that you, of the impact that you feel from that car accident. So what the vaccine does is it lessens that that um, response that you get to COVID and diminishes it because your body already has circulating antibodies. So you may not see as high of an amplitude of an effect from getting the virus as someone who's unvaccinated. Um, and you can use that analogy of the airbag to, to essentially understand like your, the impact still happens, but you just don't feel the impact as much because you have an airbag there and that's the vaccine. Oh, wow. Okay. I like that. I'm using it. Um, and and kind of going back to the vertigo a little bit, what are some, so, so far for me, I've done acupuncture. I've done the, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Epperly method. Oh, yeah, Epperly maneuver. And I'm getting blood work and I'm also going to an ENT, but like, what are some remedies to help ease the symptoms? So if it's being caused by fluid in the inner ear, which is very possible, you want to try to decongest as much as possible. So I would use some Flonase, you know, twice a day in each nostril, maybe a neti pot. I don't know if you've used one of those before, you kind of pour fluid in one side of your nose, it goes through and comes out the other. And the idea there is you want to really flush out all the fluid. You could also perhaps go to a, a steam room to help get steam therapy to help loosen up some of the mucus and the congestion in your inner ear and your sinus passages. Whatever you can do to clear out gunk, schmutz, fluid in your inner ear cavity and pathways will help you a lot. And have you noticed that, you know, regardless of COVID or not, when it comes to vertigo, like some of the people that were writing in were saying, like, I've been struggling with this for years. Mm -hmm. Like, how come some people, you know, you can do those things and it'll go away and some it sticks with you? Yeah, it's really a matter of, again, of your body's uh, lingering inflammatory effects. So some people tend to just be in a pro-inflammatory state. Things that in, in, enhance inflammation in your body, stress, toxins, lack of sleep, 
uh, caffeine, these things all lead to a pro-inflammatory state. So for anyone, you know, whether you have vertigo or not, and you're concerned about your, 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 uh, uh, risk of COVID, I would say do things to lower inflammation. So meditate, get good sleep, reduce toxins, eat a diet that's low in uh, inflammatory foods, like things like spicy foods, alcohol, toxins like that will cause inflammation in your body. Um, So for you, for sure, because of the symptoms that you're having, but even for anyone, whether or not they have COVID, those are all really important factors to help diminish any possible effects of COVID. And do you think there's like a certain way that you should be getting up so that you don't aren't prone? You know, I I've felt dizzy in my life before, but I've always been able to catch myself. So the fact that I wasn't, I didn't even have that like ability is what scared me. And now I'm in my own head about it. Right. I, I think for most people, your body's compensatory effect when you stand up is to recalibrate and your body can recalibrate normally just fine. In your case, because you've essentially shifted the very, very tight alignment of bones and fluid in the inner ear. That's why you're, you know, exhibiting these effects. Uh, so for, for you, for sure, you know, decongest as much as possible, you know, using those methods that we talked about, uh, and then try other methods to help reduce inflammation in your body relating to your diet, to your sleep, to your stress and, and other factors that really affect that. So you think stress can add to... Certainly. Stress re- in- increases cortisol. Cortisol directly increases inflammation in your body. You know, we take it for granted, but that's a, a, a very common reason people's immune systems are diminished. Um, they're more prone to infection. They're more prone to uh, adverse reactions from getting infection. That's a really big, uh, you know, prognostic indicator. That's really good to know. And then now that there is the Delta variant, have you noticed a difference in the lasting effects from COVID-19 versus the Delta variant? Or how do you know which one you've gotten or any of those types of things? Sure. You know, in the community, there really isn't a lot of testing around Delta. It's, we just assume people get Delta when they're, when they've been vaccinated just because the vaccine's so uh, uh, susceptible to the Delta variant. Um, that being said, uh, I, I certainly am seeing l- diminished symptoms in those who are vaccinated uh, versus those who are unvaccinated. Uh, in terms of the length of a sickness, it, it's relatively mild so far. What I've seen in, mo- in most people who are vaccinated, uh, you know, two to three days of symptoms, really feeling completely better within five days versus those that are unvaccinated, you know, symptoms ranging from a week to, to 14 days. And then would you say that there's a different way that people should be protecting themselves if they're unvaccinated versus vaccinated currently? Because I mean, right now, the Delta variant's out with a vengeance. Right. I mean, you know, sadly, for those that are unvaccinated, it's really going back to the things we were doing in December and January. So really masks uh, all the time, social distancing, uh, avoiding large groups. Uh, Those are all the things that that still should be in place for people who are unvaccinated. And then what about for vaccinated? You know, I think it's, it's, it, it, this is a, 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 you know, balance between living your life and uh, living with the, the risk of COVID, you know, given that for most people who are vaccinated, the risk of severe consequences is extremely low. You know, it's really a personal choice. Getting COVID for someone who's vaccinated is most likely not going to be wor- any worse than getting the flu. So whether, so assuming you don't have underlying conditions, and you're not at health risk otherwise, you know, I think you should take, you know, uh, reasonable efforts to avoid getting it. But I still think people need to be able to live their lives. And uh, if they are vaccinated, they they can do so in a a fairly normal fashion. And then do you think that 
currently it's spreading faster in LA than anywhere else in the United States? I, I think LA is just such a unique population where uh, we have a lot of people who are working in fact in factories and other places where they have to go to work and cannot work remotely that whenever we see a spike we see a spike in those populations and that trickles down to the rest of the the uh, rest of the um, uh, population in other cities where it's more remote workers and uh, you know more farmland and things like that it doesn't seem to spike quite as quickly as in those places however I mean we do testing all over the country and we're seeing spikes in New York and Florida Washington and, and really all over the country and what would you say is what type of symptoms should you be having when like, you know, now you need to like go to the hospital or you need to go to the doctor because, you know, we have a friend who also somebody that was unvaccinated who got COVID. I don't know if it's a Delta variant or this, I'm not sure, but um, who's hospitalized and like very, very ill and didn't go for a long time because, you know, grin and bear it, I'm going to get through it. Yeah. And then, you know, really having a hard time breathing like it, it has the tubes everything so like yeah. how do you how do you know when it's time i'm sorry to hear that that, that your friend is going through that uh i think two uh you know relatively easy things to track at home would be your temperature and your oxygen saturation so i think fevers you know in the 100 101 range are relatively normal for covid once it's getting up to 103 104 it's really hard for your body to maintain its homeostasis and its uh, hydration status at that level so that's a, that's a time when you should really think about going to the hospital in terms of uh, oxygen level you know your body's normal oxygen levels around 98 99% Not, if it's if you're struggling a little bit it could be down to 95 you may not feel it but if it's lower than 95 in like 92 93 range that's when you should consider going to the hospital and then just final question to leave it on like a more of a, a positive <laughs> note what are some things that we could be doing to like boost our immune system right now that you know either supplements or you know like i know that just me being in sunshine and you know having fresh air right. and going on a walk and meditating help but what what else could we be doing yeah, and, and I'm sure we've all heard these over the last year, but I'll reiterate, you know, first of all, uh, sleep is super important. Uh, I, I try to get eight hours of sleep a night, and I know for not everyone, everyone that's not possible, but really trying to get to that is, is really critical. Your body repairs itself when you sleep. It's really important for your immune system. Uh, in terms of your diet, you know, people do tend to eat a lot of toxins in their diet, and a lot of people don't even know necessarily that they're bringing food into their body, which is causing inflammation. So, you know, if you want to get a food sensitivity test and find out if you have small sensitivities to shellfish or uh, nuts or other toxins, that's really helpful. Cutting down on alcohol and other toxins can be helpful too for people. I know a lot of people resorted to drinking during COVID. There wasn't much else to do, but you know, hopefully now they can get outside and, and, and go exercise, which you mentioned is another really important way of maintaining your immune system, maintaining your health and, and uh, really trying to stay in your tip top health. Uh, you know, mindfulness, meditation, whatever that means for you. For me, when I go running, I zone out and it really is helpful for me. Other people do yoga, other people meditate. So those are some really important things you can do to maintain your health. Ugh, well, I love this. Thank you so much for sharing with us. And where do people, if they want to come to your concierge, like where do they find you? So, so even better, we will come to you. Uh, oh. we, do, we do house calls all over Los Angeles um, at Concierge MDLA. That's the name of the clinic. Uh, we do 
IV therapy, COVID testing, other in-home services all over the country through drip hydration. So we, we really try to bring the services that you would get at an urgent care directly to your house. Well, now you're in trouble because now <laughs> I've got your info. So <laughs> oh, thank you so much for taking the time. My pleasure. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. So we're going to take a little break here and then we're going to open up the phone lines and uh, see if we have time for a caller or two. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but 
you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi, Gina. Yeah, hi. Thanks for calling in. How's it going? It's going well. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm, I'm hanging in, hanging in. Happy to be here. I don't really know any backstory on you. I just know that you're calling in something in regards to COVID. And I would love to hear your story if you don't mind sharing it with our listeners. Yeah, no, of course. I, I got COVID last February. Um, and actually it was my uh, somebody, I think it was my husband was asymptomatic. And so I got it. And luckily my, I have two boys and I, luckily they didn't get it. And I saw my mom the day that I was feeling all these, I just felt really crummy and felt really like my body ached all, everywhere and uh, horrible abdominal pain. But I went to go see my mom and thank God I wore a mask because I was with her inside for a while. And, um, and then I went home and got super sick that night, just with like full body aches, like just chills. Um, and then it, it lasted for like three weeks where I was literally in bed. And, um, couldn't, you know, could barely sleep. It felt like my muscles were being torn apart. And, um, and then I had residual for two and a half, I had residual for two and a half months. Um, and, uh, and then I had my first Pfizer shot, uh, when I was able to get it and I still had horrible, uh, uh, pains. And then after my second Pfizer shot, everything went away, all my pains, everything went away. So it like saved me. That, well, that is a huge, that, that's an excellent story to share for anybody out there who, you know, has already had COVID and they're like, oh, well, I don't need to get vaccinated for it. Just recently, just a week ago, my brother came back from LA <clears throat> with his family and um, to his son and his wife got the Delta variant and they both been vaccinated. Well, uh, she got uh, the Johnson and Johnson vaccination and she is horribly ill still. And the son had Pfizer and he has, he's positive, but he doesn't have any symptoms, but he went around and saw my mom too. And thank God he wore a mask because he would have killed her. So we're just, uh, you know, mask, mask work, mask work. And you can still get it. Even if you have been vaccinated. I know. I feel the same way. I mean, <laughs> right now, you know, our kids are in, you know, outdoor sports camp type things. And, you know, some, some of the moms have been like, Oh, I don't want our kids to have to wear a mask. And I'm like, Truthfully, my kids, they're at the point, they don't even say anything. They don't even notice. It doesn't bother them. Like, yeah. and I just think yeah. it's so important for us all to remember that, like, the, you know, the more we do to protect the people in our lives, the better that everybody's going to yeah, end up no, being in mean, our community and, and other kids. Because especially like something happens and then like the whole pod will shut down or then the right, camp no, shuts down. Yeah. I mean, my son, I have one son that's 11, so he can't get a shot yet. And so people, you know, then I just have to worry about him around people because, you know, the people who aren't vaccinated aren't wearing masks. So you got to you got to you just got to mask work. I mean, I literally almost killed my mom and then my brother almost killed my mom. So and we were wearing masks around her. Thank God. And she never got <laughs> anything. No, thank God. And she's 82 and she's got lung issues. And so I was I mean, it was like it would have been horrible. So Ugh. Well, yeah. Gina, I I can't thank you enough for sharing. And this is just a really good reminder to all of us, you know, 
wear a mask, especially yeah. wear a mask or, or get vaccinated so we can be done with this. All, all, yeah. You know? Let's move Everyone on. Let's, let's get back yeah. to, you know, different types of conversations, having fun, being healthy. Right. And, you know, I appreciate you coming on to share with us today and, um, yes. Yeah. Well, Thank you. Thank you. And and bless you for uh, wearing that mask and taking care of your mom. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Stay safe. Thanks. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. So thanks you guys for joining this week's Teddy Teapot. I know parts of it were a little heavy, but I just, I wanted to share with you guys and I, I wanted to share everything, you know, through my actual voice, because I think it can, you know, things can be lost in translation via, via things written out. So, you know, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the support. I hope that some of the things that you heard today will help you guys and will help resonate. Um, you know, if somebody else in your life is struggling with any of these things and, uh, maybe next week or, Maybe, oh, I'm sorry, maybe uh, next teapot, we'll do something a little wild, something a little more fun. <laughs> Keep it on a lighter note. I know I need it. I know you guys need it, but thanks for tuning in. Uh, please make sure to go and give us a little rating. Let's do a little five-star action. Leave a comment. Um, you can also email in at teddyteapot at iheart.com with any questions or topics you want us to discuss. All righty. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Teddy Teapot on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.